We all want some level of safety and security. Firefighters, construction workers, EMT. They're all there when you need them to help manage life's chaos. In retirement, you want that same level of safety, but who is there for you to make sure your money will last? Brian isn't just there in case of emergency. He's there so you don't have an emergency with your money. A safer retirement doesn't mean a boring retirement, but a prepared one full of the things that inspire you. This is Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker. Welcome to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. I'm Mark Elliott. I would encourage all of you to check out Brian's website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. There's a lot of great information about the company, what they do, and of course, uh, the great team that Brian has assembled to help his clients retire to the best situation that they can, if that is at all possible. If you have questions like, hey, can I retire? Well, when can I retire? Do I have, un- do I have enough? Will my money last as long as I do? Really, at the end of the day, you want to know if I or if we retire, will I or will we be okay? That's really the big question. Well, Brian and the team at Decker Retirement are here to help you uh, with that uh, answer. And it's, it's, it's probably the answer is a little bit more complicated than the question. There's a lot of moving parts here when it comes to your retirement, income, investment, taxes, health care, legacy planning, Social Security, Medicare. What in the world do we do? 833-707-3030 is the number to chat with the team. There's no cost for you. 833-707-3030. And then on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com, under the heading of Safer Retirement Education, there are 12 different things you can download. No cost to you whatsoever, including Brian's book on retirement, The Decker Approach. Check that out as well. Uh, under the heading on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com, Safer Retirement Education, 12 different things you can download uh, just really for your information. Then you have questions? Call the team, 833-707-3030. Aaron Ray joining us today as well, an advisor with the team at Decker Retirement. So Brian and Aaron will have a conversation about principal guaranteed accounts, risk bucket options. Brian, you guys got a lot to get to. You better get going. All right. Thanks, Mark. Let's let's uh, jump right in. Or did uh, you so want to talk about the soccer team, the women's soccer team, or did you want to talk about Bud Light or DeChambeau's 50? I don't know where you wanted. Is that where you wanted to start retirement topics? Well, today is uh, glad you're not Megan Rapino Day. I know that. Okay. okay. Um, and I wish that I was Bryson DeChambeau Day. How's that? I think you should be pretty happy that you had hip replacement and three days later we're in the Bahamas feeling fine. <laughs> That's a true story. Um, I had my hip replaced, my left hip replaced on Thursday, and I hopped a plane for the Bahamas. So after two week post op, I come in. The nurse says, where's your, where's your crutches? I go, I don't have any crutches. Well, doctor's going to be mad at you, Brian. And then the doc comes in. I, he goes, where's your crutches? I go, doc, I don't have any crutches. Check this out. And I lifted my left leg. Now, remember, I had a left hip replacement. I lifted up my left leg after two weeks. I lifted it so my femur was horizontal with the ground. He said, you shouldn't be able to do that. I go, oh, yeah, well, check this out. And I pulled, I grabbed my left ankle and I pulled my uh my heel up to my bum and he, he whipped out his um, phone and he said, I've got to get this on video. No one's ever done that before. The other doctors won't believe me. And so it was a interesting post-op. You're a medical marvel. I, I consider, um, I, I honestly believe that being active after my operation really gave me a great outcome. But as we have, gosh, getting old, um, we replace body parts. You want to get as much flexibility and mobility as you can. And so I think I had my knee, my right knee done last year. And whoever doesn't move 
um, they just freeze up. They limit their mobility. So I just learned from that, and I got as much mobility as I could. This morning, I played three hours of pickleball. There you go. If you have questions about how to recover from a knee replacement or hip replacement, talk with Brian J. Decker at 833-707-3030. That's awesome. All right. Principal guaranteed accounts. What are you going to get to, you and Aaron? Okay. So, Aaron, let's jump in on this. Now, a, a lot of the bankers, brokers use the pie chart. The pie chart has your quote unquote safe money in bonds, funds, um, mostly bond funds. I mean, sometimes there's laddered bonds, but gosh, in 38 years of doing this, um, Aaron, most of the time I see bond funds, don't you? Yeah, same. Most people haven't gone to the effort of putting together like a laddered bond portfolio. It takes a little bit more uh, skill and time to do that. Okay. So what's wrong with bond funds? So one of the things is volatility factually, mathematically. And I, I really pride ourselves, Aaron, that uh, Decker Retirement Planning, we are a math-based firm. We take our fiduciary responsibility seriously. This is common sense, this point one. The reason why we don't use bond funds, one of the several that we're going to talk about here, and then I'll toss it back to you, Aaron. One of them is mathematically, factually, when you draw income from a fluctuating account, you compromise gains when markets go up, you accentuate losses when markets go down. And it, we have a saying that it works until it doesn't. And you don't want to have that uncertainty in retirement. You want to have you want to have confidence in your retirement. What are the reasons why you tell your clients that you don't recommend bond funds in your retirement portfolio, Aaron? Uh, you hit on a couple of them there. The big one is interest rate risk, where if you have specific bond funds and all of a sudden we have dramatic interest rate raises, just like we have the last year and a half, two years, you see some pretty nasty effects. Um, I'm, I have conversations with people all the time where they say, hey, why did my conservative or safe portion of my portfolio do so badly last year in 2022? And then we pull out the chart and show them what interest rates have been like historically and illustrate that as interest rates go up, bond funds lose money. They have an inverse relationship. So a lot of the bond funds that we see last year actually lost more money than the S&P did. So depending upon um, how, how it was structured or what type of uh, funds they were in, a lot of them lost 20, 25%. So kind of a wake up call for those that thought it was the safe money. So we have a have a better way to do that, but I would say interest rate risk is the big one. And then inflation is second. You want to make sure to hopefully have your investments outpace inflation. Um, and luckily that started to come down over the last few months. Um, but as uh, as those get paired together, interest rate risk and inflation risk, there's, uh, there's some drawbacks to doing those bond funds. I want to add to what you're saying about the interest rate risk and interest rate history. A couple of things from if you were to look at interest rate history on the 10-year treasury yield going back to Abraham Lincoln's time in the 1850s, 60s, 70s, you see that the 10-year treasury hit an all-time low for that period in 1940. And then 40 years from 1940 to 1980, interest rates trended higher to almost 15% on the 10-year treasury. If you had a mortgage from 1980 to 82, you remember very high double-digit mortgage rates. Then, was it coincidentally, from 1980 to 2020, exactly 40 years, interest rates are declining to an all-time low of 0.47% on the 10-year treasury, August of 2020. At that point, now, Aaron, I feel my blood pressure going up. 
who in the world who is a trained person to give financial advice would be recommending bond funds when your interest rate risk is enormous. Imagine investing in the stock market where the Dow Jones peaked out at 30,000 and they're recommending that you should invest at 29,950. I mean, that is insane. You have all the downside and you have very little upside. That's the, that's the comparison of investing in bond funds when interest rates are at 0.47% on the 10 year treasury. There was no, that was financial malpractice. I, I just, sorry for the rant, but no banker or broker should have ever been recommending bond funds as quote unquote safe when interest rate risk was at an all time record high. So what happened since then? Well, in the last three years, you lost a third, one third uh, on your safe money. Since August, in the last three years, the average bond fund is down a third, 33%. And yet, have the bankers and brokers changed their approach? No, they still use the pie chart, which is an accumulation strategy to build your wealth to a point where in retirement, if you keep, actually, let's take a, a quick aside here, Aaron, and toss it back and then get back to um, bond funds. I, I just feel like we've got so much more to say on this. Why we why we draw income from laddered principal guaranteed accounts. We've got so much to say there, but bankers and brokers use the same pie chart for accumulation strategies to build your wealth from your in your 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. And then they use the same strategy in retirement. And if you use the same strategies in retirement that you use to build your retirement, it won't work for several reasons. So Aaron, just take a minute and go through how it's different, how, well, even climbing Mount Everest. I mean, you have one strategy for ascent and you have another strategy for descent. They're totally different. And you have in football, you have an offense, you have a defense. Anyhow, Aaron, spend a couple minutes on this. I, I don't want to leave interest rate risk and principal guaranteed accounts, but I want to have you hammer on why it's essential to use distribution strategies in retirement and not continue to use the pie chart. Yeah, that's a great setup, Brian. And I, I like your illustration of the uh, of the mountain there. Um, one of our one of our coworkers, his father-in-law, used to be a mountain guide, and uh, he, he said that a lot of people misunderstood his role as being the mountain guide. When he would ask uh, clients or those that were hiring him, they would say, "Well, your your job is to get me to the top of the mountain, right?" And he said, "No, my job is to get you safely back down to your car." So, I mean, let's think about that for a second. People think about their whole lives accumulation, building up, getting that nest egg as big as possible, but they don't really think about what to do when that stage of their financial life has ended or is about to be over. And that's really where we come in and that's really where that investment strategy needs to change. The same types of investment strategies and philosophies that got you to where you are are not the same things that you need as you shift into retirement or what we refer to as distribution, where the goal has shifted. You're no longer just taking your paycheck every couple of weeks, using that as spending income, dumping some of that money into your 401k. You now need that money as you're spending income to pay for expenses 
and you don't have the same time horizon that you did when you were 20, 30 years old. So the strategy and the philosophy and the way that you go about using those funds needs to change as well. And so for us, it's so important to shift that because the traditional method of the pie chart of just having it in a 60-40 or a 70-30 portfolio and then taking some percentage out of that can have some pretty big drawbacks, especially if you get hit with a poor market cycle, where if we go back to the early 2000s and you retire in a time period like that, where the S&P loses 40, 50% over a couple of years, and you are following something like the 4% rule, just pulling out a set percentage every year, you have your money invested in a 70, 30 portfolio, you're probably down 50 to 60% in just the first three to four years of retirement. So it's essential that you shift into more of our distribution-based strategy so that you don't have some of those errors come and destroy your retirement, cause you to go back to work. So Brian and Aaron, just getting started on today's Safer Retirement Radio, uh, talking about principal guaranteed accounts. They're also going to get into risk bucket options. There's a lot of moving parts in retirement, and that's what Brian and the team at Decker Retirement are certainly here to help you with, right? The Safer Retirement process focuses on income planning and distribution planning. It's different in retirement because you're in the de-accumulation phase. Your working years, you were in the accumulation phase. A lot of moving parts. Brian, Aaron, and the team at Decker Retirement are here to help. Again, that number. 833-707-3030, 833-707-3030. There is no cost for this. There is no pressure. There's no obligation. There's no judgment either. The team is here to help you looking forward. Not going to go, I can't believe you still have not held on to that blockbuster stock. They're not going to judge. They're here to help. 833-707-3030. Talking about principal guaranteed accounts. Brian and Aaron back with more right here on Safer Retirement Radio. If you only think about taxes once a year, you're doing it wrong. To get the most out of your retirement nest egg, you shouldn't just file your taxes. You need to plan for them. Call Brian now to see what tax opportunities you could take advantage of. 833-707-3030. That's 833-707-3030. Decker Retirement Planning has a question for you. Is your retirement inflation-proofed? Here's what we mean. In retirement, chances are you're on a fixed income with variable expenses. So how do you not run out of money when the cost of just about everything continues to go up? You inflation-proof it. Brian Decker and the team at Decker Retirement Planning can show you strategies to help combat inflation so it doesn't outpace your retirement income. Call Brian Decker today at 833-707-3030 to learn more. Inflation could take a huge chunk out of your retirement savings, but it doesn't have to. With some simple planning, inflation can go from being a major disruption to a minor annoyance. Call Brian and the team at Decker Retirement Planning now to start inflation-proofing your retirement today at 833-707-3030. 833-707-3030. Investing involves risk. Security and insurance services offered by Decker Retirement Planning, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. You're listening to Safer Retirement Radio. If you like what you hear on today's show or have questions, drop by DeckerRetirementPlanning.com or call 833-707-3030 to talk to Brian. 
Welcome back to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker and Aaron Ray of Decker Retirement Planning. You can always learn more on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. You can always go to the heading on that website, Safer Retirement Education. Twelve different things you can download. There's a, there are three principles of retirement book. Uh, there's the checklist challenge. There's Brian's book on retirement, the Decker approach. There's a sample income plan. Those are just four of the 12 things you can download. DeckerRetirementPlanning.com to find out more about Brian, Aaron, and the team. You can certainly do all of that. But under the heading of Safer Retirement Education, there's a lot of information just for you to try to learn more about some of maybe the questions, concerns you have about retirement. If you have questions, you want to call, uh, chat with them. No cost for that either. 833-707-3030. 833-707-3030. I'm Mark Elliott. All right, Brian, you and Aaron are deep into conversation. We had to take a break. I'll let you continue. All right, Aaron, keep going on some of the reasons why we should shift from the accumulation strategy, which let's point out what those are, buy and hold. If you take a 30, 40% drop in the market while you're at work in your 30s, 40s, 50s, no big deal because your income is still coming from your work. And every two weeks you're throwing money, your dollar cost averaging into a stock market that's down. When it recovers, you actually benefit from a market that was down and took, I don't know, three, five years to recover, you actually benefit from that. Now let's switch. And now you are 65 years old, market goes down 40, 50% now, and you're drawing income from that account. Now that's quite the difference, right? Um, When you're drawing income from a fluctuating account, you compromise gains when markets go up, you accentuate losses when markets go down. Um, Whenever bankers and brokers are recommending a buy and hold strategy in retirement. I scratch my head. There's no downside protection. And the visual I want radio listeners to think about is a trapeze artist with no no net. Now it's real. When the markets are down 30, 40%, your income that you're drawing from that portfolio will change your life. Many people, millions of people went back to work in 2009 because they had to. Their money had just taken a 50% shot for two times in the, in the same decade. That was the lost decade. Why don't bankers and brokers recommend that you draw income from laddered principal guaranteed accounts? Why don't they recommend, um, like we're going to cover today, We're going to cover both sides. We're going to cover laddered principal guaranteed accounts, and we're going to cover strategies that give you protection in a down market. This this is not new stuff. It's been around for over 25 years. So, Aaron, let's get back to it. Um, I just want to cover, um, before you jump in, um, want to cover that in the last three years, the quote-unquote safe money for bond funds has lost, on average, 33%. So would you recommend bond funds now that the the bond fund, the 10-year treasury is a little over 4%? I'm interested in your answer and then I'll follow up. No, I wouldn't right now. Um, They they can be useful for, for certain things, but the way that we put those distribution plans together, there are much better options that don't have the same risks in different categories that these types of bonds and bond funds do. And the way that we structure them, the type of investments that we use, the duration that we put them in for, 
seems to work better in pretty much every category relative to just putting some stock bond mixture together and hoping it works out in their favor. Okay. I 100% agree. A um, little more, let's, let's, the current yields right now, the 10 year treasury is at 4%, uh, current yields on bond funds. Oh, by the way, if you can get um, safer bond funds at 4%, why, you know, I see a lot of people, and you tell me if this is true also, they're told by their banker and broker that they can get a better yield. Well, better yield, uh, like 6 or 7% when the 10-year treasury is at 4 What does that mean, high yield? What is another ner- name for high-yield bond funds? High risk. High risk and a word that rhymes with junk. <laughs> Yep. So t- talk to listeners about what those are. Yeah, so it's it's the the trap of yield, right? Like where you look at, okay, X investment, say the 10-year treasury is paying 4%. Well, okay, I have this other investment, be it a, a dividend stock or some other, um, uh, some junk bond, wh- whatever you want to call it, um, that's paying 6, 7, 8, 9%. I had a guy that I spoke to I don't know, a week and a half ago that told me he was averaging 11% on his dividend portfolio. And I just kind of looked at him in awe because that is not sustainable. So the, the problem when you get into the yield chasing discussion is, yeah, it looks better, but where's the risk? That type of yield, that type of return doesn't come risk-free. And if you don't see the risk on the front face, it's hidden somewhere else. And so I talked through kind of some of the things that he was missing and the dangers of that. But really, at the end of the day, what you're looking at is uh, either default risk or uh, risk that they're going to slash the dividend. And all of a sudden, the stock price takes a huge tank and then you're down 30% and you don't have the dividend that you used to have. Um, it'll be, be interesting to see how that goes over the next little while, because as yields have risen, a lot of people go down that road of yield chasing and they may not have had the experience of a, a yield cut or a duration cut um, like uh, like before. And uh, it's going to come home eventually. There's going to be some not so nice consequences from that. Right. Junk bonds means high risk. So um, high risk, high return, they're synonymous. So I'm glad that you went over that. Why would anyone put their, quote, safe money into high risk bonds? That just doesn't make any sense. Um, so what do we do? You're you're one of the key people at our company that would go to a database. If we're talking about home, doing homework, doing our due diligence, talk about don't name the database because I don't want to give um, give up what we do. But it's the major database that lets us know what um, principal guaranteed offerings are from banks and insurance companies for cash, one to three year, three to five year, five to seven, seven to ten year principal guaranteed accounts. Get granular on this, uh, Aaron. Tell what you did for our clients, what our company does for our clients in looking for um, the principal guaranteed accounts and trying to find the best yields. Yeah, this is actually one of my favorite discussion topics when we meet with our clients because there's a lot of a lot of detail that goes into this. And um, like you said, Brian, we have a couple of databases that we take a look at and find the best performing principal guaranteed accounts. Now there's a lot of different factors and a lot of different things that are considered when selecting the best performing investments. We first start off with, is it a reputable company? Is whoever is issuing the investment, somebody that you can trust? Do they have a good financial standing? Do they have a good credit rating? 
because as I'm sure you could agree with, if you have a company that offers a phenomenal investment, but they are not financially sound or you cannot trust them from a credit standpoint, it doesn't really matter how good the investment is that they're pitching. So that's number one. We want to make sure that we trust and verify the company and their financial standing that they're going to be around and those funds will be safe. After that, we get into some of the details about those specific investments. You talked about different time ranges. Uh, the plans that we put together have laddered principal guaranteed accounts because we want to balance the liquidity that's needed for funds that you need to spend at the beginning of the plan versus those that are not going to be used for 5, 10, 20 plus years. So duration is a big part of it, figuring out when they want to use the funds and then what types of investment options fit well within the rest of that framework. Now, in the world of principal guaranteed accounts, these can be issued from one of four different places, either a bank, an insurance company, the federal government, or a municipality. And there are pros and cons to each of those, certain things to consider. But at the end of the day, there are a, there are a ton of different op options that come from all of these sources. And it's our job to be able to weed out those that are either just straight garbage or that don't work well or don't fit certain criteria and find the best performing investments that have low or no fees, the ability to earn a high rate of return, the ability to provide income for you. And it really helps narrow down what's actually going to be advantageous for each client. So this is one of the things I spent a lot of time on, uh, a lot of research on, and I can tell you without a doubt that we have the best performing principal guaranteed accounts. And it brings me a lot of peace of mind to be able to share those with our clients and know that they're going to be protected, taken care of, that when we do have another downturn, I know we just had one last year, but there's going to be a couple more in the near future, I'm sure. That when those happen, we have all of these accounts in a place where they are not going to have to take drastic income cuts. They're not going to have to go back to work. They're not going to have to make major financial decisions based off of poor performing investments. And that brings a lot of peace of mind to all of us. So let's tie this off because we're going to spend the rest of the show talking about the risk side. Let's give some actual numbers. Um, so with our due diligence right now today, uh, the highest yielding principal guaranteed money market, if you're putting your emergency cash or discretionary cash in a bank or a credit union, compare this. We're getting 4.85% right now on our liquid money market accounts for our clients. That's very good. Um, second, on three-year and five-year, we're getting the best rates from fixed rate investments um, that are yielding just just a little bit higher than CDs, five and a half, five and three quarters for three and five years. And then when we go out seven to 10, it's the variable rate investments that are giving us the highest rates, seven to 10 year principal guaranteed accounts, averaging over eight and a half percent. Those are all taxable rates. And then for tax-free principal guaranteed, um, right now we're seeing returns in the high sevens uh, for principal guaranteed accounts. Those are hard to find. We have done the due diligence. We ladder those in place uh, so that our clients are getting the best returns and they're drawing from those accounts, um, laddered principal guaranteed accounts, so that when the markets go down, our clients don't have to go back to work. It doesn't affect them. In fact, last year with the S&P down 19, NASDAQ down 33, uh, bonds, average bond fund down 20%, our clients, Aaron, lost how much in those laddered principal guaranteed accounts? Nothing. 
In fact, they made money in uh, buckets one, two, and three, correct? Yep. Yeah, it was a beautiful thing to see. So if you'd like to learn more about this, 833-707-3030, how is your portfolio set up? Is it set up for to handle the, we love the bull markets, but can you handle the bear markets? Where are you? How's how's everything set up? The team at Decker Retirement here to help. 833-707-3030, 833-707-3030. Brian and Aaron back with more of Safer Retirement Radio right after this. As the weather warms, the open roads begin to beckon. If you've been getting the itch to travel, call Brian at 833-707-2020 to make sure you have enough saved to keep the winds of adventure blowing in retirement. Glad you're with us today for Safe for Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker and Aaron Ray of Decker Retirement Planning. The team is here to help you figure out where are you on that road to retirement? Can I retire? When can I retire? Do I have enough? Will my money last? A lot of questions. We've never retired before. We want to get it right. we got one chance. Well, the idea is if you don't have an actual written retirement plan, where's your income coming from? How much is going out? What about your investment strategies? Are you all in risk? Are you not any at risk? Everybody's situation is unique. The market world, the insurance world, how do we blend all that together? Uh, then it comes to taxes. We know taxes are changing, it looks like, in 2026. And you might be in the 12% bracket right now, but that could be in 2026. You might be in the 25% bracket. Uh, it's crazy. There's a lot of moving parts here. And then then, don't even mention healthcare, long-term care, legacy planning, Social Security decisions, Medicare decisions. Brian and the team and Aaron at Decker Retirement are here to help. 833-707-3030 if you have questions. 833-707-3030. All right, Brian, you said you and Aaron were now going to get into, after talking about principal guaranteed accounts, you were going to get into the risk strategies. Yes. So how much money should you have at risk? Is it in your advantage to have be in retirement and have 60 or 70% of your portfolio in risk? Aaron, how much quantitatively, let's start with that. Quantitatively, how much, what percentage of the portfolio typically is our retired client have at risk? It's usually in between 15 and 25%, depending upon the specific client. Let that sink in. Say that again, because that is quite different from 60 or 70%. Yeah. Yeah. We pretty much flip the like 70, 30 portfolio on its head where a lot of people have 60 to 90% of their total portfolio invested in equities, some type of stock investment. We usually put more of that in those protected vehicles and then anywhere from 15 to 25, maybe 30%, depending upon a specific client into equities or stock type vehicles. Okay, now I'm going to go on two rants here, back to back. Rant number one, the biggest fear that clients have 65 years and, and older of people in, in the United States is running out of money before they die. Why is that? Because in retirement, you look at a pie chart, no matter how smart you are, you cannot know how much money you can draw from that pie chart. Aaron, what is a distribution plan? How does that help someone if they're worried about how much they can spend? That's because we have a math-based approach. That distribution plan is very mathematically optimized, and it helps clients understand exactly how much money they can pull from or they pull every year, where the money is coming from, and it helps them make a lot of decisions around are they ready to retire? How much we can spend in any, any given year? Do we need to save more, spend less? Um, and so the way that we structure those helps you see exactly year by year, 
month by month, how much money you can have. And so it's not just a, oh, we'll hope for the market to perform well and we'll pull X percent every year where your income is going to change on a yearly basis or a monthly basis, depending upon how much you update it. We want to give a little bit more consistency, a little bit more stability to the income that they're receiving. And that's what we do. Most of our clients aren't interested in having their income fluctuate up and down depending upon whether the S&P performed well or whether it performed poorly. And so for us, we put all of those principal guaranteed accounts in place, the cash accounts, the risk accounts, all of those are very intentional in the dollar amounts that are received in each of those uh, categories and when they're used to optimize that income and make sure that they don't run out before they pass away. So there's two genius parts of distribution planning. One part is we always draw, now we're math-based, we always draw from the lowest earning accounts, allowing the highest earning accounts to grow and compound more than offsetting, typically, more than offsetting the money that they draw in the first few years in their retirement, first five or 10 years. The second genius part of distribution planning that we do, let's say you start, say you're 65 years old, married, you have 1.2 million in assets and uh, you start drawing on your portfolio in retirement. Well, you want two things in retirement. You want income and you want your portfolio to grow. So on the income side, we carve out about 75% of your portfolio, like, like you said, Aaron, and that is where the laddered principal guaranteed accounts are for the first 20 years. And you draw that income and the beautiful thing is when you're drawing income from those for those first 20 years, you're able to have um, to have that income. Let me stop there for a second, by the way. What percentage I've been doing this 38 years, 100 percent of the time when I uh, show them version one, it's higher, Aaron, than what they thought that they could draw every single time. What's your percentage? Yeah, I'd say it's pretty high. I'd say there's a few that have um, some unrealistic expectations, but for <laughs> the most part, I would say mine is probably 90 to 95%. People are usually pretty surprised by how much income those types of plans are able to provide, which is great for us, right? When somebody thinks, oh, I'm going to be able to spend five or $6,000 a month and you show them it's eight to 10, it's a good conversation to have. Okay, now the second genius part of distribution planning is you start with 1.2 million in this example, 65 years old, uh, early retiree, and uh, 20 years from now in distribution planning, they still have at least their 1.2 million because that 25% that we carved out to grow over those 20 years is set up in the plan. It's designed to restart the second part of your plan in your mid 80s and giving you the growth that you want. While in the first 20 years, we gave you the income that you want. So the distribution plan is genius in with it. We use compounding interest in our favor. And in distribution planning, we're using laddered principal guaranteed accounts. So you get your cake and you get to eat it too. You're able to have the income that you need and want. And you're able to have the growth that you want to replace what you've spent in the first 20 years. It really is genius. So what do you say to the people, Aaron, that they say, well, my banker and broker showed me that I've got a 90% success rate with Monte Carlo investing. Here it is. What would you say to that? <laughs> I'd say, so you're okay with having a 10% chance of failure? 
And they would say, yeah. um, uh, they don't really think about it in those terms most of the time. Usually they're just focused on the 90% success rate. And I go, I mean, yeah, sometimes that's a good probability. But when you're talking about whether you're going to have enough money to live or not, uh, in my opinion, I don't really want to take a 10% chance that that may or may not work out. 10%, so, 10 risk, Aaron, is called tail risk in statistics. Let's look at some of them recently. When we started uh, COVID, we had in five weeks, the S&Ps dropped 32% in five weeks. That's never happened before. That falls into that 10% tail risk. Oh, and by the way, last year was also a tail risk event because stocks, bonds, and stocks, bonds, commodities all went down in the same year. That's pretty rare. And so we just have had two events in the last three years um, that we would have that the advisor would have said to that retiree, whoops, sorry. Um, yeah, that falls in with the 10%. It reminds me of Dirty Harry. Do you remember Clint Eastwood? He'd get in that big shootout and he had his big revolver. I can't remember what it was. Um, but I can't remember. Does it hold seven shots? Well, I think March, there's six. Remember, were there six shots in there? Mark, do you know what kind of gun that was? I don't. Uh -uh. Okay. Well, anyhow, big monster cannon he had, and uh, he was a big shootout. And then he, he pins the guy down, puts the gun right against the guy's head and said, I can't remember how many shots I've taken. I can't remember if it's five or six, but do you feel lucky, punk? Do you? Do you remember? It's just classic. So, I just think of that when I think of Monte Carlo investing and uh, do you feel lucky that that 10% won't apply to you when twice in the last three years we've had tail risk events already? Aaron, anything more to add to that before we continue on the risk side? Yeah, for, for me, I just like to frame it in the sense of, look, you, you could go this route and you could be okay, right? But do you really want to leave that up to chance? And most of the time they say no. And we talk a little bit more in detail after about how you don't have to. There is a better option. There is a better way to still provide income, protect those funds, not have to deal with the same types of tail risk. And you can have the surety and the peace of mind that your investments and your plan and your money is going to last you for the remainder of your life. There, there, there's not going to be that 10% chance that it may or may not work out. So we want to help you show or help show our clients that there's a better way to do that. And you don't have to, to uh, settle for having an eight to 10% chance that it may or may not work out for you. Okay. And I wanted, I was trained as a stockbroker. I started in 1986. I had my, my manager come by my office every morning at seven o'clock and he would say, CDs don't pay anything. And you know what that meant? He was teaching me to keep our clients at risk because risk money pays commissions. 60 and 70% of the portfolio for a retiree to be at risk in their portfolio is not in their best interest. It's in the banker and broker's best interest. When it comes to fees, let's take a quick second on the risk side. When it comes to fees, most people in the United States are paying 1% in fees. Now, apples to apples for our portfolio, Aaron, what is the typical portfolio fees break out to? Ours is about 0.3%. So about 70% less than a typical 1% average. Right. 
Um, so let that sink in. And now, so we talked about quantitatively, Aaron, we've reduced client risk. You also, in the previous segments, have talked about how we don't recommend bond funds. So we reduce, not reduce, we eliminate interest rate risk because we don't use bond funds. So now let's spend some time on how strategically we reduce risk. So Aaron, I want to tee this up for you. Um, in the last, well, it, in the history of the S&P 500, there have been four times that the S&P 500 has traded above 30 times trailing earnings. I want to say that again. This is very important. It gives context to our discussion. So radio listeners, I'm going to say this again. There have been four times that the S&P 500 has ever, keyword ever, traded above a market valuation of 30 times trailing earnings. Listen to these dates. 1929, and it took 17 years to get your money back. 1964, it took 18 years to get your money back. 1999, November of 99, and it took 14 years to get your money back. The fourth and final time, November of 2021, we traded at 32 times trailing earnings. If history repeats, and we believe that it will, we're talking about 15 years or so where your risk portfolio yields nothing with passive investment strategies, buying and holding mutual funds, buying and holding stocks or ETFs. If history repeats, you will yield nothing. Now think of how devastating that would be for a retiree to be drawing income from a portfolio that has a zero return over 15 years. That's what we're talking about. However, in buckets one, two, three, four, and five, Aaron, those are set up to make money in up or down markets, correct? I want you to spend at least 30 seconds talking about how the laddered principal guaranteed accounts can do well in a flat market. Yeah, and I, I love this point about them because it's one of the huge advantages to retirees that when you're younger, you don't have to worry about necessarily when those big returns come, right? Like if it comes now, or if it comes five years, 10 years, it doesn't really matter as long as you get those longer term averages over time. In retirement, it very much matters when you get those returns. So if you have five, six years of zero or nothing, and then a bunch of big returns down the road, that's really painful to deal with as you're drawing income from that portfolio. So with these principal guaranteed accounts, they have the ability to make money in both up and down markets with the, uh, the S&P 500 or the NASDAQ. Now, in down markets, the worst return you can get in some of these is a zero. So you cannot lose money in these investments. So it protects you from those big market swings. But they do have the ability still to make money, even if the market has a big downturn. Brian, you mentioned earlier that some of our principal guaranteed accounts made money last year in 2022, and that's not an unusual thing. A lot of these made money in 2018, 2008, the early 2000s. They're not directly tied to the performance of the major indices, the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, the Dow, whatever you want to relate them to. And so they have the ability to make money in some of those difficult market cycles, which then means that you have much more consistent income as you are drawing that to spend over your retirement years. So you think about your situation. Is your portfolio set up to make money in up markets or in down markets? That's a huge question. And it's a huge part of the, the answer to, will my money last as long as I needed to? 
Uh, if you have questions, you want to learn more about your situation, because that's what Brian and Aaron and the team at Decker Retirement will do when they sit down with you is find out about your hopes and dreams for retirement. What do you need? Uh, how can we help? There's a lot of moving parts here. Brian and the team are here to help. Again, it's 833-707-3030. No cost to you for this. 833-707-3030. Brian and Aaron back with our final segment of today's Safer Retirement Radio right after this. We all want the freedom to do the things that make us happy, especially in retirement. To get help with laying the foundation for that freedom, call 833-707-2020 to have a chat with Brian. What if you ordered a pizza, but when you opened the box, a couple of pieces were missing? That would be upsetting, right? Now, think about how much you believe you've saved for retirement. Do you still owe taxes on that money? Brian Decker and his team at Decker Retirement Planning understand the importance of tax planning and can help you reduce the impact that Uncle Sam has on your retirement. Give them a call today to start working on your retirement tax plan at 833-707-3030. Now may be a great time to lower your future tax liability. Create a retirement plan today so that you can get as many slices of your retirement pie as possible. Give Brian Decker a call at 833-707-3030 and schedule a visit. That's 833-707-3030. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Security and insurance services offered by Decker Retirement Planning, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. You're listening to Safer Retirement Radio. If you like what you hear on today's show or have questions, drop by DeckerRetirementPlanning.com or call 833-707-3030 to talk to Brian. Welcome back to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker and Aaron Ray of Decker Retirement Planning. Again, the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. You can find out more about Brian, Aaron, and the team. A lot of great information on the website. But you can also go there if you'd like Brian's book on retirement, The Decker Approach. There's a three principles book. There's a checklist challenge, a sample income plan. Those are just four of the 12 things that you can download for free, no cost to you. It's really just there for your information. So DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. Then go to, under the heading of Safer Retirement Education, all those things are re ready for you to download. They're yours, no cost. They're really for your information, uh, your education as it comes to retirement. Uh, you can always call 833-707-3030. No cost to chat with the team. You've got some questions, got some concerns. Can I retire? Will my money last? I don't know. I think I've done enough, but I just don't know. Why not find out? 833-707-3030. All right. Now you're going to talk a little strategies in this risk world, right? Right. So if we now from the previous segment, we just set the template or the context here where there's been four times where the S&P 500 has traded above 30 times trailing earnings. One was 1929 and we went flat for 17 years, 17 years to get your money back. The second was 1964, 18 years before you got your money back in the stock market. The third, November of 1999, it took 14 years to get your money back in the stock market. The fourth and final time was November of 2021. And if history repeats, and we are hoping for the best, but we are planning for the worst, we're talking about about 15 years of flat markets, meaning what has worked in the past is not going to work going forward. 
any passive investment strategy of buying and holding mutual funds, stocks, or ETFs will yield a zero return. And so, Aaron, right before uh, the close of the last segment, you mentioned that buckets one, two, and three that we have laddered in for principal guaranteed accounts, those are fixed rates. Those will give us our clients yield no matter what the markets do. And uh, buckets um, four and five and possibly six are variable rate investments. And those can do well in probably 11 of the 15 years. Now let's dial specifically into the risk bucket. So on the risk bucket, we do our due diligence. We go to the databases and we really spend a lot of money um, on our um, research, on our due diligence. So Aaron, could you do this? I, I couldn't. Could you say to your clients, hey, here's five mutual funds. These are okay. I know there's better out there, but let's just use these. Could you do that? No, I wouldn't be able to take myself seriously. Yeah. Okay. And we don't do that. So here's the the extent that we do our, our due diligence on. We go to the databases, the Wilshire database, largest database of money managers in the world, Morningstar database, largest database of mutual funds in the world, and three others. And we have four requirements. Requirement number one, manager has to have gone through a down market. Well, that's easy after last year. Second requirement, manager has to show actual numbers, no hypothetical, no back-tested numbers. Third, manager has to show their numbers net of all fees. And fourth is most important, they have to show third-party verification on all of it. We gather the data. We have four filters. We get rid of managers, number one, that are not not accepting new clients. Boom, they're gone. Number two, we get rid of hedge funds because of their volatility. Number three, we get rid of managers with five plus million per account minimums. And number four, we get rid of high beta managers like 2X, NASDAQ, or S&P that go way up in the good years and way down in the bad years. Well, guess what's left? In the last 25 years, the best performing managers, I always ask my clients if they're surprised, would you be surprised if we told you that the best performing managers are all computer models? So we just simply take the top five right off the top, check for correlation and plug them in. But we've learned something very valuable in the last several years, right, Aaron? We've learned that these non-correlated investments underperform when the markets go up in several years. Now in 2020, the S&P's up 17, we were up 32. That's how it's supposed to always be. But no, in 2021, we underperformed. So in football, there's an offensive team that goes on the field and there's a defensive team that goes on the field. So when the S&P 500 is trading above its 200-day moving average, we have the offensive team on the field and we can index Keyword can, we can index, Aaron, you're going to jump in and talk about other strategies, but we can index when the offensive team is on the field and the market is trading in an uptrend by using one-third, 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 one-third S&P, one-third NASDAQ, one-third small cap index. But guess what happens when the S&P trades below the 200-day moving average? We move the defensive team on the field. The computer trend following models are very good at protecting capital. They were able to make money in 2000, 01 and 02. S&P's down 50%, NASDAQ's down 70. These were able to do well. In 2008, they were able to make money. Last year, S&P's down 19, NASDAQ is down uh, 33. We were down last year, we were down six. 
These are very good at defending capital, protecting capital so you don't take these monster hits. So in the context of markets going forward that are trending higher and then giving it all back, we have an offensive strategy and a defensive strategy not a buy and hold strategy. I want to emphasize passive investment strategies do not work in a flat investment cycle. So Aaron, add to this. I've just mentioned a couple strategies here. Strategically, we greatly reduce our clients' risk um, by using strategies able to participate when the markets go up and then protect capital when markets go down and even possibly make money when markets go down. What would you add to that, Aaron? Yeah, I really like the way that we do the two-sided models because it's something where over the long run, the S&P, the NASDAQ equity markets have done a really good job from a wealth generating standpoint. So we don't want to just completely forego that. But when you shift into retirement, you need to take a different approach where you want to have exposure, but in a way that allows you to be able to better mitigate some of those losses or have more consistent returns with those investments that you're putting into place. And so that's really where the active participation from our side comes in, both in the indexing strategy and in the utilization of those two-sided managers is being able to take advantage of the situations where the market is doing well, but not have to take those massive 30, 40, 50% drops when the market isn't performing well. One of the things a lot of our clients don't realize is that in retirement, sometimes not losing is much more important than having those home run gains. Because if you have a 30 or 40% loss, it isn't a 30, 40% gain to get back to break even. It's a 50, 60, 70% gain to get back to break even, depending upon how far of a hole you need to dig out of. So with those two-sided models, like you said last year, Brian, S&P was down 19, NASDAQ down 33, we were down six. That means this year, we don't have to make up a 20, 30% loss. We're already way further ahead by having some of those protection vehicles in place. And so really, I love it because we can still have exposure to the markets, have great returns over the long run, but provide them at a much more consistent rate where we don't take those huge nosedives like the rest of the regular indices do. All right. So we talked in this whole uh, 60 minutes, we talked about the importance of lowering client risk. In fact, I want to cover just in this last little bit, the six key parts of a retirement plan. We covered two. One is risk reduction. Two is portfolio optimization. We spent the, the whole hour on that where make sure that every part of your portfolio is optimized and getting the highest return for that slot or that segment of your portfolio. Three is fee minimization. We talked about that too. Number four is have a plan. A pie chart is not a plan. We touched on that. A distribution plan is part of the strategies that are used once you've accumulated your assets. Number five is maximizing your net of tax income. And number six is huge, minimize taxes. We have several strategies to minimize your taxes. The most common one, Aaron, that I know you love is Roth conversions. So again, if you'd like to chat with the team at Decker Retirement Planning, 
You certainly can. 833-707-3030. A lot of moving parts. Everybody's hopes and dreams are different. Income needs are different. Everybody's situation is unique. And that's how Brian, Aaron, and the team at Decker Retirement look at it. If you'd like to learn more about your situation, I think I've got enough. I hope I've got enough. You don't know? Why not find out? There's no cost. 833-707-3030-833-707-3030. Thanks for being with us this week for Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker and Aaron Ray of Decker Retirement. Back with more next week. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Security and insurance services offered by Decker Retirement Planning, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Decker Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. That accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Decker Retirement Planning. This radio show is a paid placement.